time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. And welcome to another edition of the show. This time it's Thursday, 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 Thursday. Yes, it is Thursday and uh, glad to be here as a part of your day or night or whatever. Anyway, um, glad to have you along. We've got uh, much to get to on the show today, including uh, more border madness with regard to the southern border, Haitian refugees and whatnot, and the uh, BS coming out of the Biden administration. Also, uh, the Hunter Biden laptop, which should be the, the biggest story in the history of the country, certainly in the last 60, 70 years of the country, and the absolute abdication of responsibility by the news media, even though it's protected by the First Amendment. The First Amendment, the greatest piece of legislation in the history of mankind that guaranteed freedom of expression and assembly and religion to uh, people who had existed on the planet for thousands and thousands of years and never were able to do that. And yet our media slavishly decides to toe a party line, just like they do in North Korea. Look at it, in North Korea, they're like, my God, they get the First Amendment crying out loud and they choose to do what we do? Man, those people are stupid. <laughs> just amazing so that is all coming up on the uh, on the show today i think you're gonna enjoy it i think you're gonna enjoy it today it's one of those days that i can't wait to get on the air to tell you all the stuff that i learned <laughs> debt bomb is coming debt bomb is coming 30 trillion dollars in federal debt and they want to add another 5 trillion to 10 trillion on it and your ira and 401k or savings could take a major dive if you have $50,000 or more in any of those, I want you to go to retirewithnewsmax.com and consider working with GoldCo. Get precious metals. Retirewithnewsmax.com to get your free IRS loophole kit so you can get out of the trap that the IRS is setting for you to take what you've earned your entire life. So go to retirewithnewsmax.com, will ya? Yeah, word went out basically to the Haitians that we're not going to report you. This, according to Ted Cruz yesterday, he uh, spoke, I mean, with, with uh, Laura Ingram, I'll just say. Um, he said, what's happening in Del Rio really illustrates the cause and effect of the Biden border disaster. To really understand it, you have to go back to September the 8th. On September the 8th, under that bridge, there were on any given day between 700 and 1,000 illegal immigrants, mostly from Haiti. On September the 8th, there were roughly 900 Haitians that were scheduled to be on airplanes to go back to Haiti, and the Biden administration canceled the flights. They said, we're not going to deport you. You can stay here. You can remain in America. And that was simple. The 900 Haitians got their cell phones, called their friends and family, said, get up here. That's what happens. Migrants have been using Facebook, YouTube, and uh, WhatsApp to share detailed instructions with friends and family back home on how to cross the border into the U.S. successfully. Yeah, it's policy, you see, and I've said this since the Obama administration. I said it, I literally said it since the Obama administration, since before I was even doing talk radio, I said it's policy. It's all policy. It's all by plan. It's all by design. And honestly, man, I think we're really done. <laughs> I really, really, really think we're absolutely positively done with all of this nonsense. Speaking of nonsense, I want to mention somebody who is just uh, too stupid to live, but not too stupid to be a senator. That is Maxine Waters. Now, we had some uh, of these uh, horseback patrol rangers, essentially, uh, getting Haitians back over the river. Get out of here. You're not welcome to the country. And that's completely acceptable. Oddly enough, it's okay at a, at a January 6th uh, prisoner protest on September the 8th in Washington, D.C. to have officers on horseback there to uh, possibly take down, if needed, peaceful protesters. But uh, not when it involves illegals coming across the border, many of them infested with diseases that we got rid of decades ago and, uh, and all that stuff. So this is what whipped everybody whipped. <laughs> whipped everybody into a frenzy. 
By the way, and I, I'm, I hate riding horses. Horses, I, I don't like horses. Um, you know, I've taken care of horses. I literally, I have uh, taken care of horses. I've ridden horses a time or two. I just really hate to do it because it's uh, it's uh, it's terrible. And uh, they're a 12,000 or 1,200-pound animal that can crush you like a grape. So I don't like it. But this is what the media said about these rangers who were using their reins to control the horses. They use, they whip these uh, reins around to prevent the horses from biting the uh, refugees, also to prevent the refugees from hitting or attacking the, the horse in any way, shape, or form. But of course, the media is looking for any excuse to distract and claim racism, and it took it to a new level. I mean, it really took it to a new level. I'll play Maxine Waters again. Too stupid to live, but not too stupid to be a senator. Here's a media montage I said yesterday. Aided by reports of people being beaten, whether with a riding crop or the reins, most likely. Oh, listen to his cadence. Oh, the tragedy. What we have seen was cruel, inhumane, and a violation of domestic... Just barely smart enough to live, Ilhan Omar. ...laws and international laws. We saw horrifying footage emerging. Uh, That's Jabba the Hutt. I... Oh, uh, no, no, that's sorry. That's Will B. Goldberg. To patrol people trying to corral Haitian get those confused. immigrants. I think um, the reason that we're not seeing more help, if yeah. I'm going to be frank about it, is sure. because they're Haitian. Ah. One cannot weaponize a horse. That's uh, Mr. Mayorkas. Uh, to aggressively attack a child, that is unacceptable. That is not what our policies and our training require. Yeah, and uh, those those officers who are good officers, uh, they didn't do anything wrong. John Solomon, uh, investigative reporter, said this yesterday. Yeah, listen, it's another weapon of mass distraction. We saw this all through the Russia collusion case, the impeachment case, the Lafayette Park. Anytime the Democrats want to change the narrative, they and their allies in the media come up with a story. They tried to burn down St. John's Church and they sent uh, the president, Donald Trump, into the bunker for the first time in history with his family. That was done by Antifa and Black Lives Matter. But there was a distraction the next day when the president defiantly crossed Lafayette Park to hold up a Bible in front of the church that they saved from burning down. And they made that into the distraction. And the facts don't have to add up to the story. So let's let's take a, a look at what I reported today. I reached out to all the Custom and Border Patrol uh, teams, and I got actually the union chief. You mean all the Custom and Border Patrol slave owners? Brandon uh, Judd, who said, listen... The Biden administration approved our current uh, uh, practice manual. When we have people that get too close to... Well, that would kind of negate the uh, blaming Trump, which is going to come in a few minutes. Our horses were taught to twirl our bridle to keep them away, to, to move them farther away, to use the rein as sort of a warning device. Please stay away from the horse You don't get so you won't get hurt. It's designed to protect the immigrant, not the law enforcement officer. That's missing from the context. And the Biden administration... You don't need context when you're trying to distract. ...to prove that. There is no evidence that this was an act of slavery, as Chris Cuomo said. <laughs> All of this is the mainstream media and bureaucrats who are aligned with the Democratic Party trying to change the narrative because no, they don't want us talking about the 12,000 people in that crush of humanity under that bridge in the Del Rio sector. Here is Maxine Waters. Again, too stupid to live, not too stupid to be a senator. Uh, honestly defaming the memory of slavery and those who suffered through it. This woman is such a, she puts the ding in dingbat. Actually, she thinks, she puts the dingbat in dingbat. Uh, she said this yesterday. This is so inflammatory. This is like calling Trump supporters KKK members or white supremacists. This is like saying that the Bush administration is worse than the Holocaust. And, you know, and then when you cheapen all these ungodly chapters in our history, where do you go from there? Here is uh, Auntie Maxine. I'm happy with the administration. 
She's actually unhappy. We are following the Trump policy. No, you're not. I already disproved that just a second ago. He is the one that does not follow the Constitution. No, you are wrong. And would not allow those seeking refuge to be able to petition to get into the country. What the hell are we doing here? I look at you every day and I say the same thing. What we witness takes us back hundreds of years. No. What we witnessed was worse than what we witnessed in slavery. Oh, dear Lord in heaven. You moron. Why don't you go back and just look at some history books and look at the pictures of slaves and their backs exposed with the, the welts from, and scars from whip marks left by decades of torture by slave owners. And say that again, you idiot. Cowboys with their reins again whipping black people, Haitians, into the water where they're scrambling and falling down when all they're trying to do is escape from violence in their country. That's right. They're just trying to escape. That's all they're trying to do. Now you can ask me some questions. Here's Jen Psaki, of course, uh, torturing the uh, the poor law enforcement officials who are just being destroyed at the uh, border. Uh, they're being shredded. The policy is terrible. They're putting an ungodly uh, a situation. Their morale is crap. But, of course, uh, that doesn't mean you can't dogpile on them. On the campaign trail, uh, then-candidate, now President Biden, said, quote, we're going to restore our moral standing in the world and our historic role as a safe haven for refugees and asylum seekers. How does what's happening on the border right now with Haitian refugees square with that? Well, which aspect of what's happening at the border? Oh, there she is. She's being a little snarky. What are you talking about? What's happening with the Haitians? Do you yeah. mean the photos and we've seen, or do you the mean photos? Yeah. Them well, not. well, first, uh, we understand and agree that this has been an incredibly heart-wrenching issue. We've watched. It brought about by your policy. The photos of Haitians gathering under a bridge, many with families, <laughs> and the horrific video of the CBP officers on horse on horses using brutal and inappropriate measures against innocent people. I think it's important to take <laughs> to address that and separately address what our immigration policies are and understand that people are combined them but uh, that's the policies are you just come on in ask that question I would also reiterate that there is an invent investigation that will be completed by next week which the secretary confirmed that will actually you could complete it today John Solomon already, already did it actually determine the next steps on both policy and personnel all important questions people are asking and in the interim those individuals were placed on administration administrative leave and will not be interacting with any migrants I'm not sure exactly what sort of administrative uh, leave a horse can do I mean do they do like filing code I don't know. They don't do dictation. I know that. Despite the best efforts of the fake news media, the latest polling from Rasmussen indicates that uh, voters are well aware there's a serious border crisis and the crisis is the fault of his fraudulency, Joe Biden. This according to, uh, I believe it's Breitbart. When asked if the nation's immigration problems are the fault of the Trump administration, 37% said yes, because they're kind of stupid. When asked if our border problems are the fault of the Biden policies, a clear majority, 54%, said, yeah. When asked if what's happening on the border is a crisis, a whopping 70% said yes, compared to 21% who said no. When asked how Biden is uh, handling the crisis, a whopping 67% rated him as fair to poor. 52%, a clear majority, said poor. 30% rated his performance as excellent because, again, they're a stupid. On the overall question of how they rate the country's current immigration problems and other clear majority, 70% said poor, 53% fair, and I think 20% said pretty darn good. So there you go. It's, uh, it's catching up with the old man, the senile old man, who probably doesn't even know what's going on.
Thousands of children are being sex trafficked. Fentanyl is coming over by the truckloads. Thousands of Americans are ODing because of it. People are being raped. People are being murdered. So honestly, Jen Psaki, as much as you are a cute little ginger with faux red hair, you are nothing more than a tool. You are nothing more than a propagandist tool, and you are covering up a massive failure bordering on evil. Here she is uh, answering a question or not actually answering. Joe Biden has been in Washington, D.C. 48 years. All of the problems that he claims exist now existed then or have gotten worse since he was in office. So essentially, he has done nothing. He has been told to ride in on horseback. (laughs) There you go. Ride in on horseback and save the world, even though he's been there for 40 years with feckless, useless leadership, never solving a damned thing. And Peter Ducey said, hey, man, in the 48 years as a senator, as a vice president, has he ever even been to the border, even though we've had a border crisis for decades? Has President Biden ever been to the southern border? In his life? Yes. I will have to get look back in my history books and check the times he's been to the southern border. We have been looking all morning, and we cannot find any record of him visiting the border as president, vice president, senator, or even as a concerned citizen. Why would that be? I can check and see when the last time or when he may have been. But he has a lot of time to go to a lot of other photo ops. I mean, uh, crises. But but tell me more about why you're asking. Because this is a president who makes a point when there are disasters in this country, like a wildfire or a hurricane, to go and see for himself firsthand what the needs are of the local community so that he can have an informed POV to make policy. You know, like when he went to uh, Delaware to greet the bodies of the 13th service people and most of the family said, you know, really, we don't want you here. Why doesn't he do that? Uh, Why doesn't he go down to Del Rio, Texas and see what's going on? Well, first of all, Peter, I think the situation at the border is the result of a broken system. Ah, it's Donald Trump's fault. And the president certainly relies on his experience. Oh, dear Lord. Whether it was the work he did to address root causes as vice president, his efforts when he was in the Senate to support comprehensive immigration reform. (laughs) He never did it. Steps that at a time were being done and worked toward in a bipartisan way. 48 years and nothing to show for it except for, oh, I don't know, he got about $30 million from his business dealings with his son. Something daughter and his other son. That, uh, certainly we think should I'll get to that in a minute. be the, the case today. He uses all of his experiences to inform <laughs> how he governs. How He can't he, remember his experiences. He approaches challenges and certainly he looks again oh. at the last four years and the the separation of children who were ripped from the arms ah, of their parents yeah. as a way he does not want to pursue. Yeah, that never happened actually. Uh, here's Grant Stinchfield talking about uh, the CHS Secretary uh, Mayorkas uh, and how Grant Stinchfield says actually his policy is doing a exactly what the Biden administration wants. All right, so here's what most people won't tell you. Why would Secretary Mayorkas call it a crisis? You see, to Team Biden, this is not a crisis. No. This is part of the plan. Ding, ding. A plan that is unfolding just the way they wanted to. Mayorkas even admits it. Is the border more secure under your leadership than when you started? Uh, Congressman, the border is secure. We're executing our plan. Ah, it's not more secure. And I've been very clear and unequivocal in that regard. (laughs) You gotta be kidding me. No, 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 he's very serious. But, you know, you and I can read between the the lines, actually. Here is uh, Grant. And there's no plan to deport Haitians. No, I told you last night on this program that there is no plan to deport the 15,000 Haitian illegals under that Texas bridge. In fact, the ultimate endgame for Team Biden 
is just to start letting them in. Well, 16 hours after I made that declaration, guess what? I'm proven right again. The single males are being deported to Haiti, but these large family units are being released into the U.S. with a notice to appear. The big issue with this, John, is that notice to appear, it could take up to three years to that court date. Yeah. According to Border Patrol officials, you know, 80 to 90 percent of the time, those migrants right. never. So you hear that? It could take up to three years before they're required to show up in court. Three years. They're not going to show up. Uh, These drifters will disappear into our nation's interior only to be found after they commit their next crime or show up in a hospital somewhere to have their next baby, who will be, by the way, an American citizen. That sounds awfully xenophobic. No, actually, it doesn't. Uh, it's, it, is, it is the sacred, I should say, responsibility of a government to protect its borders and its citizens. So there you go. Politico admitted finally that reports about emails from Hunter Biden's laptop concerning communications between then-president candidate Joe Biden's son and foreign business interests were actually true. This is the biggest, most gigantic presidential scandal in the history of the country. It is. This is about pay for play. This is about the worst things you could imagine from Washington, D.C. The things that you normally only you know read about in a Tom Clancy novel coming true. In doing so, they betrayed much of the rest of the liberal media who for months have tried to claim that the stories were nothing more than Russian disinformation. Kind of like the Russian collusion thing. Kind of like the Wuhan lab thing. Kind of like the 2020 election the D.C. outlet's admission came to as a shock to much of the media, but one outlet that was heavily involved in the story from the beginning, the New York Post, was not surprised at all. Wednesday, the Post sarcastically declared, color us shocked, and lambasted those in the media who fell for lies coming from the Democrat Party, Joe Biden, social media, and anyone else trying to obfuscate the damning emails. The left spent the weeks leading up to the election attempting to cover up, discredit, and lie about the Hunter Biden story in order to protect Joe Biden's electoral chances. North Korea. Politico's playbook reported that one of its own reporters, Bryn Schreckinger, independently confirmed in his new book that at least two of the controversial emails found on Hunter Biden's laptop were real. One in 2015, a message from a top executive with Burisma. The other, a 2017 message about a lucrative deal with a Chinese energy company. Naturally, the Post was not at all floored by Politico's revelations, and the paper took the naysayers to task in a staff editorial Wednesday. While we appreciate the support, the truth is the Post reports always have been true, and it's only because the media wants to protect Joe Biden and they keep referring to the laptop as unsubstantiated. The newspaper pointed out that though Politico's reporter had confirmed with a person who had independent access to Hunter Biden's emails that the emails were real, reporters at the Post had already confirmed the authenticity of messages with Hunter Biden's one-time business partner, Tony Bobolinsky, who's been ignored by the media. Wow. All of this information is out there, yet the Times still called the laptop story unsubstantiated, and even as political credited its reporter, they also added, while the leak contains genuine files, it remains possible that fake material has been slipped in. You know, like the pictures of Hunter Biden smoking crack or the sex videos with the prostitutes. I suppose that's all fake. 
So even after the truth comes out, even that everything has been substantiated and make no bones about it, everything has been substantiated. None of it, nothing has been added. Nothing has been added. This is all true. And Politico as a company is still, well, yeah, you know, they might have actually slipped some stuff in there. (laughs) Jesus, God in heaven. Here is uh, Cortez and Pellegrino last night, whose show that I actually appeared on, and I may share that appearance with you very shortly because it was quite funny. Uh, talking with John Solomon, incredible investigative reporter, about the laptop, and he actually broke this entire story. Listen, I, I'm, I'm in the middle of this story. Way before the laptop surfaced, I was the reporter at uh, uh, the Hill newspaper that wrote the April 2019 story that found that videotape where Joe Biden says, brags that he told the Ukrainian president, if you don't fire the prosecutor, you're not getting your billion dollars. And of course, that probably- it doesn't get more nakedly corrupt than that. And he is so arrogant. The man is so arrogant. He knew that the mainstream media water carriers would cover it up. And so he actually admitted it. Right. was looking at. I was smeared for two years by a combination of the news media and uh, deep state bureaucrats. Every fact in my story, every fact in those series of stories I wrote in 2019 are now been corroborated. But just think about what's happened even recently. Uh, I, when, when the laptop came out, I approached the FBI's top signature handwriting expert, the yeah. person who analyzed signatures for the FBI for 30 years, from <laughs> Cold War spies to uh, fraud cases. And he took a look at the signature on the receipt that uh, was signed the day that a Hunter Biden laptop was turned over to the laptop owner. He compared it to 15 or 16 other signatures that are known to be Hunter Biden's in the United States, including on his driver's license, other things. He concluded that Hunter Biden signed that receipt, meaning he's the guy that turned over the laptop. The media has never followed up on that. This was never in doubt that this was Hunter Biden's laptop. I hope that eventually, as a peaceful revolution takes over this country, that the mainstream media, like the swamp, are turned upside down and reinvented, because honestly... Every journalist who covered up this story should not be journalists anymore. They should be working. I don't even think, you know, I would say something like, you know, they should be working as Walmart readers. But, oh, you know, Walmart readers have more credibility than they do. I don't even think there's a job they could do that would allow the lack of credibility that they have and the dishonesty. I mean, I don't care what it is. Oh, I guess politician. They could get into politics. Here is uh, Cortez and Pellegrino talking to John Solomon about why did it take so long for the story to break? Because at the end of the day, the media wants to have it both ways. They want to have protected Joe Biden during the election and come back around and said, you know what? When the story turned around, we covered that, too. They did that in Russia collusion, right? It was Russia collusion, Russia collusion, Russia collusion. Then after the inspector general and Mueller came out, they turned around and said, oh, there was no Russia collusion. And now they're covering the Sussman case, realizing they were all used by the Democratic establishment and by these intelligence professionals. Yeah, but they kind of dug it. They're kind of into that. Law enforcement professionals <laughs> to tell a false story to the American public. Uh, the media has, a instead of doing corrections and retractions, yes. which they ought to do for the last five years of their journalism, they just come around and cover the follow-up developments and forget that they were a, an accomplice to all of this false information that was uh, foisted upon the American public. This is why Rush Limbaugh called them the drive-by media. This is why Rush called them the drive-by media, because they, they drive by, they get their story, even if it's incorrect, it's out there in the ether, and then they either don't correct it or just forget about it. It's amazing. Rudy Giuliani talks to Newsmax Rob Schmidt about what was on that laptop and the earth-shattering five decades of corruption of Joe Biden, the most criminal corrupt president 
in the history of the United States of America. But first, if you have an IRA with $50,000 or more, 401k or savings, your money is at risk. The government's going to come after it because they got $30 trillion in debt. They're going to have 35 and then $40 trillion in debt. And the currency is going to plummet. And inflation's going to go through the ceiling. And the government's going to go, we need, we need, we need. Aha! Lifetime savings, ladies and gentlemen. Go to retirewithnewsmax.com. Get your free IRS loophole kit. Retirewithnewsmax.com and our friends at Gold Co. will give you up to $10,000 in free silver with a qualified account. Gold Co. has helped thousands of Americans protect their retirement against inflation and tax hikes. So what are you waiting for? Go to retirewithnewsmax.com. Retirewithnewsmax.com. Rob Schmidt talked to former mayor of the great city of New York City that has really gone into the toilet since uh, de Blasio took over about Hunter's laptop. You must feel in some way vindicated. And he was in possession of it. He had a chance to thoroughly go over it for a year. Well, of course I do. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for my apology from Leon Panetta. <laughs> I mean, and, and the uh, 49 others who uh, said it was Russian disinformation. I mean, I was so insulted when they said that. You, you can't find a bigger anti-communist than me, way, way before they were even born. And uh, to say I was a Russian agent, when I had... I, mean, I got it directly from the guy, from Matt. Right. He, he's the one that got it from Hunter Biden. And the only reason he ever looked at it, it was his property eventually, was because he was disgusted by the lies that Joe Biden was saying on television. He knew that Biden was deeply involved in the Ukraine. Right. He knew that Biden got about $8 million, got half of that from Hunter. I mean, they keep ignoring, they keep ignoring the text from Hunter to his father, uh, from Hunter to his uh, uh, daughter, rather, in which he explains that 50% of everything went to Joe for 30 years. How does he get five houses on a $170,000 a year? I don't know. It's kind of weird how that happens. Kind of weird. Here's more with Rudy. They buried their own story just to protect a liberal president. It's unbelievable. They're, they're not journalists. They're not even Americans. They're sycophants. They're uh, ideological or possibly corrupt. Now, at the end of this, Rudy Giuliani is going to share something that very disturbing that was on the laptop. It wasn't put in there by somebody else. It was there. Okay. And as uncomfortable it is to hear it, it was on there. I mean, you can't possibly ignore a story like this. I mean, the, rea- the reality is that Hunter Biden, through his daughter, in 2019, sends a text in which he says that for 30 years I've been paying all of the expenses of the family and I still have to give 50% of everything I earn to pop. Well, that That's explains amazing. the whole conspiracy. Then it's filled with us, maybe 100 more crimes. Uh, simple summation. They made about $30 million selling his uh, uh, office as senator. Wow, that's that's pretty good money. Office as vice president. It's a co- to- totally corrupt family. It's also a bit perverted. You've got child pornography on mm. that uh, hard drive. There you that go. the FBI had. Yeah, we've, no, we've, I mean, that, we've heard the, the allegations. Delaware police reported, I brought it to them. Yeah, I brought it to them. I showed them the pictures of the young girl with no clothes on. They didn't do a damn thing about it because the Bidens can get away with child pornography. Unbelievable. But saying that is probably verboten, right? I've been working for 30 years of my life to prevent uh, child abuse, working with organizations that foster and adopted kids, and maybe the reason why Joe Biden doesn't care about the child sex trafficking coming across the border is that his son, well, 
you know. Oh, did you see that uh, Joe Biden and his handlers are rushing people out whenever a question gets asked or when they start talking about maybe immigration or something that the uh, Joe Biden has really bleeped up? Boris Johnson was in the uh, Oval Office the other day, and uh, and the president was there, and and they immediately, in the middle of a question by Boris Johnson, they hustled all the reporters out like little sheep, no cattle prods uh, needed. Here is Sebastian Gorka talking to Sean Spicer about uh, Joe Biden and the and his handlers and not taking questions. Think about it. We worked for a guy for a commander-in-chief who would stop on his way walking on the South Lawn to Marine One and just give impromptu press conferences taking unscripted questions for 20 minutes from the, you know, the fake news industrial complex in, in the press pool. <laughs> they knew for various reasons. It's not just a snub to Boris. I think they did it for a very good reason. They didn't want anyone to ask Biden about the submarine deal, oh, yes. which involves the UK and which resulted in the first time in our republic's history, the French recalling their ambassador because Biden didn't tell them that he's going Sacre to... Sacre Bon Dieu! Mad! To you know, double-cross them. So it's like right. 9-11. Could, mm. you, could you imagine if, if, if President Trump were the president for the 20th anniversary of 9-11 and he went to the key sites but didn't give a speech? There's only one reason, because they know that somebody may shout at Biden and say, why did you betray Afghanistan? What are you doing about the border? The idea that this man has to be hidden from the press and the American people tells you just how illegitimate the Biden regime truly is short. 100%. Here is Jen Psaki explaining away why the reporters were hustled out. Standing of what transpired in the Oval Office yesterday when we were all in there trying to hear from the president and the prime minister. Which aspect? Well, the British prime minister in the American Oval Office called out British reporters. And then when American... Did I mention the Haitians being whipped by cowboys? Reporters tried to call in the American... He's trying to distract here. ...president. We were escorted out, let's put it that way. Well, I think... Uh, in that circumstance, and, and I think our relationship with the United Kingdom and with Prime Minister Johnson is so strong and abiding, we will be able to move forward beyond this. But And we can be complete a-holes uh, because our relationship is so fantastic. Uh, he called on individuals uh, from his press corps uh, without alerting us to that intention in advance. And so we just uh, shut him the hell up. So here is uh, Sebastian Gorker talking to Sean Spicer, uh, Spicer and Company, I should say, about the Biden laptop with, with his incredible... Insight. Wow, so they're only a year late. That's such <laughs> amazing journalism. And you know, th this is the same story, by the way, that the social media fascists like Mark Zuckerberg, like Jack Dorsey, actually censored. You weren't allowed to yep. repost the story yep. about the Hunter Biden emails yep. from the New York Post that, by the way, was founded by Alexander Hamilton and is the oldest newspaper extant in America. But now they're admitting it. So what does that mean? Does it mean they want to get rid of Sleepy Creepy? Or does it mean that they just think, ah, it's irrelevant, you know, this whoring? You know, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, <clears throat> Joe Biden's approval rating about 43% and Kamala's is about 48 Or does it mean that they just think, ah, it's irrelevant, you know, this whoring, crack-smoking guy who's in bed with the Chinese Communist Party doing deals with China. The story doesn't matter anymore. Whichever way you slice it, it just means these people are utterly 
morally bankrupt. Oh, it's kind of weird that Joe Biden gave 90 days to really look into the origins of the Wuhan. And after 90 days, they didn't do anything, by the way. They didn't do a damn thing. Uh, inconclusive. <laughs> Interesting. Biden has lost uh, 12 uh, approval points with uh, black voters. Uh, most of that is due to the COVID uh, vaccination requirements and mandates. That's what many people are saying about that. Jim Jordan says that Joe Biden should resign. Shah, like that's going to happen. Host of other issues that we don't have time to talk about. You bring up this idea of sending Haitians to Gitmo. I mean, as you said, this was the Democrat talking point that this was an inhumane place. Yeah. And now they're going to send Haitians there. It's, it's boggles the mind. I do want to bring up this. Republicans filed articles of impeachment uh, th- this week, I guess maybe today. Um, I, it stands no chance, Congressman. What do you think of the idea of impeaching Joe Biden? I'm, I think I think he should resign. Tell me what he's done right. We went from peace in the Middle East to thousands of rockets being fired on our friend and ally Israel. We saw what what took place in Afghanistan, where 13 servicemen lost their lives, Americans left behind, allies left behind, 90 billion dollars of equipment and weapons left behind. Other than that, he's doing a bang up job. And Joe Biden called that an extraordinary success. I mean, you can just go down. We went from stable prices to record inflation, highest inflation in 40 years. Tell me what this administration. He spoke yesterday. Grant, think of this. He spoke yesterday at the United Nations, and he said, "We're going to build back." our relationships with our allies at the very moment at the very moment he's doing that what are democrats doing they're taking out money for israel's iron dome defense system i mean how does that help our best ally the state of israel so it doesn't and here's representative buddy carter on chris salcedo's show talking about defunding the iron dome because uh, democrats are anti-semites even the jewish ones it is unbelievable that the left wing, the anti-Semitic people of the Democratic Party have taken over that party. I've been to Israel. I've been to the Gaza Strip. I have, I've seen what has happened there, and, and I've seen that they live daily in fear. I know how important it is. For the life of me, I can't understand why any Jewish person would vote Democratic. Uh, Republicans have done more for the, for the Jewish Because they're self-loathing. That's why liberal white women say that they are ashamed of their heritage. They are ashamed of their white privilege. They're self-loathing. They are sadists. When for the state of Israel than any party has ever done. And we continue to support our friend Israel. And we have to do that. Whereas the Democrats, they've done just the opposite. We see that this week when they defunded the Iron Dome. Without the Iron Dome... Israel is a sitting duck. 100%. 100%. Washington State School has decreed that students must wear masks in the cafeteria while chewing and swallowing food. <laughs> this is according to Jason Rance of KTTH AM. He does a great show up there. Uh, Tacoma's Geiger Montessori School using guidance that doesn't exist. The guidance actually indicates students should not wear masks while eating lunch. But... Here's what the uh, the principal says. Yes, children should be wearing masks during lunch. They can lower it to take a bite or a drink and raise it to chew, swallow, or talk. Our cafeteria has a fantastic airflow system and children are spaced apart. And when over 100 of them on our one large room, we need to treat lunchtime as a dangerous time for all. This person needs to be drummed out of education. Children need to continue to wear their masks during lunch. Yeah. Unbelievable. You're a tool. 
Oh, by the way, the Los Angeles County Public Health Department issued data on COVID-19 cases between 15th of August and September 13th with regard to schools and found out that just 0.5% of students and 0.0% of staff have tested positive since classrooms opened. Researchers found that 0.1% each of pupils and staff members tested positive for the virus over the course of a month. What's more, that only 0.2% of people who came in contact with COVID patients later tested positives themselves. And this idiot, this this principal at this Montessori school, Neil O'Brien, is a dictator. Wow. Rand Paul was on uh, Rob Schmidt's show talking about the Franken virus coming out of Wuhan, China. A couple of things, you know, Dr. Ebright, a longtime professor at Rutgers, once again says that Dr. Fauci and Dr. Collins are not telling the truth, that clearly this is gain of function research. In this instance, the government chose not to, gratefully. However, there's no evidence that the Chinese didn't continue with this research or that Dr. Dayzak wasn't pursuing this research without government money. There's a professor from the University of London who actually believes that the research went on without the U.S. funds, but went on despite that. Related research like this has been going on, where they take a virus that is not very transmissible to humans and combine it with another virus. Why would they do that? I don't know, maybe to kill people? ...that is transmissible in humans and create a virus never known to exist in nature. Now they're talking about in this research, they wanted to do that and actually aerosolize that. Spread the virus by... You know, this is all uh, hyperbole there, Rand Paul. I mean, why would a a country that killed 30 to 60 million of its own people during the Cultural Revolution and has literally, it it has concentration camps where they're building crematoria in parts of China, they they wouldn't do something like this. ...air into the cave. The problem with this is you're not going to be able to vaccinate every bat. There's like millions of bats in there. If you spread a virus to them, it may well be that they evolve around that. Or if you spread a so-called vaccine to them, you may push Mother Nature to evolve the virus in a direction it wouldn't have taken otherwise. It's a really crazy notion that even the federal government, our federal government finally thought was a crazy notion, but did it still occur? So many of these crazy notions, nobody's reviewing it. Not one Democrat in Congress no. is willing to have a an investigation or a hearing. No. I've tried through two different subcommittees and two different... It's ma- because the president's in the pocket of China. ...committees. The Democrats <laughs> refuse to hear this at all because they say this is just about Dr. Fauci, how great he is, and we're unwilling to right. question any of his authoritative sort of mandates that he commands us to have. And Rand uh, Paul says that uh, Anthony Fauci has not learned D-word for Richard about this. He hasn't learned any lesson from this. He's not at all humbled by the fact that the money that he directed to the Wuhan lab may well have led to the virus that killed 4 million people. He's not willing to take any responsibility. He's doubling down. He still claims it's not gain-of-function research, despite the fact that other scientists are looking at this research and saying, absolutely, without question, it's gain-of-function research. He's never really been forced to answer that question. He won't go. There have been some government doctors in the past that uh, did things like this. Huh. On a tough interview. Paging Dr. Mengele. No. So he's never been forced to answer that question. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, Joe Biden says that troops who uh, do not get vaccinated should be dishonorably discharged. You do that. 
You do that, Mr. Commander-in-Chief. You do that. We'll see how well that flies. More than 800,000 service members out of 1.4 million still need to get their shots in, uh, in time of the mandate. Representative Mark Green says that he's appalled that the Biden administration has tried to remove any amendment to the National Defense Authorization Act that prevents anything but an honorable discharge for service members who refuse to get the COVID-19 vaccine. How dare you? Because they don't want to take your stick. You besmirch their entire military careers. Unbelievable. Oh, this is brilliant. Oregon uh, Governor Kate Brown installed a state masking requirement that requires everyone five years or older, regardless of vaccination, to wear a mask, face covering, or face shield in outdoor spaces if they are less than six feet apart from individuals not in their household. And you know what happened? Oh, yeah, the COVID cases plummeted. No, actually, they didn't. They rose by 78%. Oh, 73%. Sorry, sorry. Cases and hospitalizations are at a record high, said Governor Brown. Masks are a quick and simple tool we can immediately deploy. Well, turns out that it did the opposite. Yeah. August 24th, Oregon had 49,900 cases. As of yesterday, they had 86,600. 73% increase. You idiot. And she's still doing the six-foot uh, social distancing. Well, well. Half of uh, unvaccinated uh, Americans say they are hesitant to spend the holidays with unvaccinated friends or family. Well, I got some news for you. If you want to know my uh, my vaccine status and, and it's dependent on whether you come to my house for Thanksgiving or Christmas, I, I don't care who you are in my life. I'll see you next year. I mentioned this last night on uh, Cortez and Pellegrino. Let me see if I can find the uh, the appearance from Cortez and Pellegrino last night. It was it was pretty darn funny. Here we are talking about just that. Uh, to help me try to make some sense out of this situation, I want to bring in Rob Carson. He is the host of the New, New Max, Newsmax Daily Podcast, The Rob Carson Show. Rob, thank you so much for joining us. So, uh, look, should there be qualifiers on, you know, I, I, there's no place like home for the holidays, except I've protected myself, and if you've chosen to not protect yourself, then I can't hang out with you. Can you yeah, riddle me that, how that makes even safety, an inkling of this sense? This is about moral superiority, okay? That's all it is. That's all it is. It's like, well, you haven't been vaccinated. Oh, my God. It's like you're at a cocktail party. You haven't been vaccinated. I mean, really, seriously? Listen, if there's a na- if there's a relative in my family that asked me for my vaccine status, if I've invited them to Thanksgiving or Christmas, I'm going to say, hey, I got an idea. Since we're divulging medical information, I'm not going to let you right. come to my house unless you get a colonoscopy. How's that sound? Right. If you get a colonoscopy, what do you say? I want to know yeah. before you. And I want to see the results. Thanksgiving, right? You know. And by the way, and I think this is critical. By the way, uh, it really. Now that we know that for those who are vaccinated, and look, I'm not anti-vax. I, I'm not discouraging anybody who thinks that they should get the vax from getting it. Okay. And I think the vaccine, on the whole, has been pretty successful at mollifying the effects of the virus. But we also know, scientifically, now we know, Rob, that it does not stop you from spreading the virus. Getting the vaccine. Given that, in my view, there is no moral obligation upon anybody, no ethical or moral reason that that somebody else should have to get the vaccine. It is literally none of anybody else's business whether you decide to protect yourself or not. Uh, Am I being unreasonable? Is there something I'm missing, Rob? It's none of your business. It's never been any of your business. Uh, you don't ask somebody if they had their rubella vaccine uh, before they come to your house for Thanksgiving. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's absolutely unnecessary. And honestly, if you're a relative of mine and you are thinking in that petty fashion, you're not welcome at my house. You know, I mean, what's next, Steve? You're going to go to the mall, take your kid to sit on Santa's lap, and Santa, instead of getting a picture, he's going to offer you the elf is going to stick your kid. I mean, honestly, this is all nonsense. It's all been nonsense. Right. It's all propaganda. It's all 
all sheeple falling. That's why people still go to the grocery store wearing a cloth mask. I mean, honestly, it's absolutely ridiculous. And this is really about moral superiority. It's not really about safety. Right. It's uh, and and honestly, it's it's uh, it's ridiculous. I, I do have a little song though. Can I say that that I would sing for one of my relatives who who, uh, of who would say not to come to my house for say Christmas because I you know I haven't been vaccinated. Um, how about this? Uh, we don't want you staying with us because Fauci wants to stick us. My status is not your business. So see you next year. There you go. That's the appearance from uh, last night on Cortez and Pellegrino. Thank you for joining me today, guys. You are the absolute best. If you would, please just go to uh, NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast to check out all the digital platforms where this show is. Also, Rob Carson's What in the World is uh, this weekend on Newsmax. Go to NewsmaxTV.com for the details. It's going to be a gigantic, funny, great, darn show. One other thing, a major programming announcement coming at least by tomorrow. At least by tomorrow. Something new is coming next week. And it involves the oral media. And it involves me and you. There you go. Have a glorious, glorious day. God bless our military, both living and uh, departed. God bless the Gold Star families, our first responders, police officers, border patrol agents, and of course you. And until tomorrow, do not, do not, do not catch the stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.